Ocean FM Donegal Plumbing and Heating Old Lahey Road Donegal Town Suppliers of underfloor heating packages Aluminium radiators Samson and Daikin Air to water heat pumps And all your renewable needs And sponsors of the Donegal GAA Podcast oh, It's just fabulous to see him alive and up and picking her up The thing about the club is you don't choose your club <laughs> um, it's, it's like family. You want to get back out on the field. It's just uh, it's, it's in your blood, I suppose. And you just want to get out there now and get the games going again. Brian Murray, Thank you. let me shake hands with you. You come in here hobbling. How are you feeling now? Oh, I'm alright. I'm alright. I tell you nothing about a couple of pints, won't do, I'll tell you, you know. He gets a bit behind it. He launches it in. It's over the bar. The wee man from Chipchar. Yes, welcome to the Donegal GAA podcast with Ocean FM. Paddy McGill here on the Sunday night edition. Well, it may only be January, but a brilliant start for Paddy Carr's tenure as Donegal boss as his side ousted the All-Ireland and League champions Kerry by 13 points to one goal and nine. Reaction on tonight's show from Donegal manager Paddy Carr himself. Kerry legend Ambrose O'Donovan, Donegal player Zara O'Boyle, Chris McNulty of the Donegal Democrat and the Irish News' Cahar O'Kane. But before all of that, the man who is with me today on COCOM, Eamon McGee, an Ulster medal winner with Guidor and of course All-Ireland champion with Donegal back in 2012. Eamon, a brilliant, brilliant win for Donegal. If you'd ask the Donegal public, you know, we'll maintain our Division 1 status this year. In terms of the way the whole year finished up last year, losing Murphy, losing Neil, the the management process, you know, they would have bit the hand off you if they said we're going to stay in Division 1. And that's a big, big way to go. You know, if we can get maybe two more wins somewhere along that way, you know, we're, we're staying in Division 1. And, and that's great for that team. That's great for the likes of Keel McCulgan. Jamie Grant's another man that didn't get game time. He will start for Donegal. Johnny McGrady, they need to be playing Division 1. And it just goes back to the... Why do Kerry believe that they're they're better they're better than everybody else? Why do they believe they're one in all Ireland's and, and that's what we need to get into the likes of Kiel McCoggan and all these boys that they're as good as what's out there and you know they're they're even better than what's out there. And Eamon, we're gonna let you go in a couple of moments time. Kerry legend and of course captain way back in nineteen eighty four, Ambrose O'Donovan joins us and just before Ambrose said we have a word and that's a lip mic Ambrose so it's going to have to be touching off the lips name and just we'll get another two minutes with Jamin just before we talk about the game here Ambrose there was a minute silence before the game for Carney Carr and sure. just for all our listeners here on the Donegal GAA podcast uh, it's a small world you were actually first cousins of Carney Carr and you told me that last year in uh, Killarney so first of all just sympathies to you no, and know. all your family well I think you know it's 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 a happy day for poor for Carney you know he was he was in the home for the last for the last two years so it's just, just kind of an act of charity the creator God rest him that he went away he was gone down to very lightweight but yeah, our thoughts and prayers are with his family and his wife and, and the, the kids. We'll we, we, we see, we see them tomorrow, please. Right? Yeah, well, we, as we said, we from everybody at the Donegal GA podcast, we sympathise with you and all the family. Uh, uh, by all accounts, a brilliant player. Ambrose, on the game itself, uh, I met you before, and Eamon said some Donegal fans were pessimistic. I was one of them. I, th- I thought, despite Kerry only starting five of the team that played in the All-Ireland final last year, 
Rangers was going to still go down the road with the points because Donegal were quite experimental themselves. What did you make of it? I thought Donegal had a fantastic second half. Their half-back line you know, played very, very well. They, they actually dominated us. And that that half-back to have is a very good footballer. And I, I, I felt you know, McBrady was very quiet and that's just kind of a tough quality player. He gets one chance and he wins the game for Donegal. I thought our movement, you know, from a Kelly perspective, this lateral passing where it doesn't suit us. We, we don't know who's winning ball inside. We didn't get enough into him. But fair play to Donegal. I thought they hit their purple patch and they great scores. We didn't. We we, we we took a lot of we took a lot of patch shots in the first half we missed them. At this level you have to be scoring and fair play to Donegal. I know conditions were dreadful and not conducive to good football, but there was building that second half I thought Donegal played very, very good football. Donegal, apart from the 2014 final, Donegal and Kerry have never played in good conditions, I don't think. Any game I can think of, it's usually <laughs> monsoon. What happened, Kerry? Because Eamon and myself, as I said, were talking a commentary. I felt, man, look, I haven't a clue, but it looked like it could be a cricket score at one stage. Kerry led 1-6 to 3 points midway through the first half, and he was causing us problems in every sector of the field. They were, and, and you know, there's an old saying, Blonde Kerry, and I'm sure it's up here in Donegal as well, you know, you make here when the sun shines. We were in the dominant position there, and I put you back to that. At that stage, we kicked five, which were very scorable chances, and we didn't take them. Given conditions like today, you have to take your scorable chances. We didn't, and it came back to bite them. Donegal, when they got their dominance, they kicked great scores there, into this goal here, under the river end, we'll say. But we didn't, and I think that was always going to come against you. At inter-county level, if you don't take your chances, and it doesn't matter if it's an experimental team or a full team if you don't take your chances when they come on to you you won't win the game I know you're leaguing on Ireland champions but that is the, the, the currency of you like in Kerry and it's a new year you just don't celebrate a couple of provincial championships or in All-Ireland so that'll be even though it's only league it's January and all that is there no All-Ireland's handed out yet you'd be disappointed going down the road I'll tell you what, what Jack would be disappointed for and I, and I know he, he, was, he kind of said it before the game he get for us here a chance you know they're French players Put your hand up. If you want to push in the one post the Kelly team, put your hand up. I'm sorry to say today, with a lot of fellas that started that game, they didn't put their hands up. Their hands stayed down by their side, so that will bother Jack. We hadn't, you know, just fair enough to say with an experimental side, all those boys were on the panel last year. They trained for a championship panel, for an All Ireland championship panel. They were training all year, they'd done all the work. And I mean, this was a chance for them to put their hand up and say, I want to stake a claim for a position. And they didn't. Yeah. Were you surprised in Kerry Eamon? Not really, not really. As it says, we we probably thought there was a stage where they were going to pull away. Um, and in fairness to Donegal, they kept at it. Kerry possibly struggled a wee bit with the conditions there in this in the second half. There's a few shots you normally would would have backed them now. But just on Ambrose's point, and the Kerry lads that got the chance today, that they can't go to Jack and three months, four months and say, why am I not in the squad or why am I not in the first 15? And Jack, Jack says, I give you a shout up on McCool Park and, you know, you, you didn't produce it. So that, that that's that's brilliant to see, you know, in terms and that's where we need to get to, like that we have a squad that are able to try it out, you know, g- give lads the opportunity and, you know, you look at Keel McCoggan, Keel McCoggan, that's his position sorted now for the, for, for the league campaign and you'll, you'll always get the shout to for the next 15 years from an outside point of view you come up here you're looking at that Donegal team missing Ryan McHugh Kieran Thompson Michael Lang and the household names Owen Ban, obviously no Murphy who did you think was good for Donegal from an outside point of view I, I thought he wing back was excellent number 5 I thought he was a brilliant yeah. great game I thought he played good football I, I thought your half forward line played very well 
They played, they moved the ball well, they, they scored well, and they caused us a lot of problems. You came into it in midfield. I thought we dominated midfield for 20 minutes, but that Donegal came tearing into the game in the second half in midfield. They won everything there. Quick one, just before you go, I want to have a final word of Damon. The currency is all Ireland. You have 38 of them. We know that. We're sick talking about that. Used boys aren't, but and you've only won three yourself. I was actually googling you there, wondering money. <laughs> I say that with a bit of salt. It's, it, it's amazing. Of course, you were ca- the great captain. My father always says one of the one of the Kerry greats. But it is a new year, and when Kerry don't win in All Ireland in any given year, it's an absolute failure, isn't it? How do you assess the year overall with Dublin, say Galway, yeah. Derry, etc. Tyrone, what's your own? Lot, there's a lot of big teams coming on. I, I like and Kerry know themselves. There's no there's no one nailed down from All Ireland this year. Is anyone of four teams could win it? And you know, I think David Moore is going to be a huge loss to Kerry. He's a midfielder we can't replace. You saw out there today, we've two midfielders there. I mean, they'd, they'd be supposed to be on the line as well for us. So, I mean, I'd be looking at at at, at Jack. He's got to he's got to try to replace David Moore. And I think the Dublins will get better. I don't know how good Derry are. You know, they're kind of an unknown quantity. But I mean, Donegal surely will have a shot in the nose. So I mean, yeah, it's 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 open territory. There's no there's no Nelton Banker. I I to start off, I would have said Dublin. But having watched them last night, there's a few things, but the, the big boys are back for them. You know, the Con McCarthy's, the, the Brian, Brian, these boys are good. Mannion, etc., yeah. Just yeah. looking at Paddy Carr there, that little... Um, well done there, Eamon McGee to Paddy Carr, but yeah, so... Yeah, it's wide open, isn't it? Wide open. That's why we love it. But you boys are as cute. I can't use the <laughs> word I want to use. The Ambrose, somebody once again, and look at it. I use of a, I, I think, look at it was 836 kilometre round trip from well, Killarney to Ballybofay. And we, we wish you and all the Kerry supporters and team management, etc. And wish you a safe journey down Thank the N17 and co. Ambrose, Thank thanks very well. much for joining us here on the Donegal GAA podcast. Eamon, final thoughts. Uh, Tyrone now. Next week, Tyrone lose today. But as you said, you know, get to get another one or two now, and things may be looking up. But it comes to the caveat it's only the league, but still we can only judge but the, from what we've seen. The only only the only the league has changed. The dynamic of that statement has changed nowadays because of the uh, because of the condensed nature of the season, and and the the way it is that if you have a good league, it probably bodes well that you're going to have a good championship. With with the way with the way things are now, and you know you. You don't have that month or two normally at the end of the league to get ready for championship now. It's just straight into it. And, um, you know, that's a big start. If we can get six points, you know, that's all you want is to maintain Division 1. Get the lads, them young lads that are coming through, get them playing Division 1. And then, you know, get it into them that they, they can win all Ireland. They, they, you know, they believe they can win all Ulster. It's pushing on to that bracket now that they should be in semi-final all Ireland semis should be in all Ireland finals and, and that's where so that's you do that in Division 1 because the big counties don't do the word transition don't they not it, you never hear it in Kerry or Dublin you, you actually don't even Mayo to an extent Kerry, the, Kerry would laugh at you if he says a transition you know you take a young fella out of the out of the minors or out of the 20s and says you know we have a, we have a group here we're in transition you know that they don't do that and you know James Horn came in he managed a transition but he they all still were very very competitive you know and transition doesn't necessarily you can drop down a wee level but it doesn't necessarily mean you drop down a few levels uh, you can still a few of the things right at underage you know you, they're good lads coming through you can still keep the level in terms of shouldn't be a transition or a massive drop off delighted to be joined by paddy Carr, donegal manager well congratulations your first win as Donegal boss and coming against the All-Ireland and League champions. One-point victory in the end. Your thoughts? 
Look, it, it's just um, a, a thing of great pride in what the lads have achieved out there. I mean, it's only one game, it's the start of a league, but the heartening thing is the manner of the display. You know, there were tough, wet conditions on heavy pitch there, and I just thought that the lads, like, you know, there was a stage there, people would have... Um, they would have understood if we, you know, we were, what, six, seven points down at one stage. And just to show that heart and battle, you'll, you know, the, particularly because it's our first match, the lads are getting used to us, we're getting used to, to them as a management team uh, as well. And until you see something like that, you, you know, when, it, when they're really, uh, you know, when it, it's really in a melting pot, then that's when you find out the kind of character that's there in lads as well. So, you know, that, that's pr- probably the most pleasing aspect of the performance. Were you concerned at one six to three midway through that opening half? Kerry looked to be in complete control. Yeah, yeah, but they were they were, they were kind. Of, we were labouring a bit, and they were able to pick off their scores so much easier. And uh, but we kept we kept grafting away. I mean, like. Caleb McMulligan in the middle of the field and Jason there, they just ran themselves to a standstill. And uh, a really, really, you know, heartening performance in that regard. And all the attributes that you'd like to think you have in your squad, uh, we saw a good a good bit of that out there today. I know managers never like to single out anybody, but, you know, you had five new league, well, four in the end, Mulroney, of course, uh, yeah. uh, midway for Sean Patton, but Mark Hearn, Keelan McCaulgan was, we thought, Awesome, yeah. Yeah, from start to finish. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, we've been watching him, and I just am delighted that he's able to show that he can produce it on the days that matter. He's a great young lad, great application, and uh, I mean, he he took some wonderful scores. Actually, the scores he got kind of kept us in the game, and uh, like a, a brilliant all-round performance. And you, you're talking about Mark Curran there. You know, I thought that look, there was one or two little silly mistakes at the back, but other than that, I thought the defence were were outstanding. The shift that Stephen McMenamin put in was huge. Johnny McGrady as well, brilliant in that half forward. We thought actually we'd Ambrose and Donovan only thought Tony Gold's best line was that half forward line. Darrell Boyle on both sides, that Conor O'Donnell and Johnny McGrady. O'Donnell in particular in that opening half really brought the, brought the fight to Kerry along with McCulgan. Yeah, well, Conor, Conor doesn't realise how actually good he is. That guy is a serious footballer and he's going to, only going to get better and better. He's a lovely lad, great, great credit to his club and the people who've got him to the stage he's at and uh, he, he, he had a great game and Darrow Darrow Boyle is just the most honest player you'll come across like he, had, he, he is putting in an incredible commitment to the county and he, he doesn't know how to do any anything other than empty himself completely Can I just ask you finally because there's going to be loads we know Kieran Thompson's coming back Ryan McHugh Michael Lang and there's a couple of lads Owen Ban on the treatment table any word on the O'Donnells yet or Patter Mogan are we any further on that Paddy? Yeah Patter Mogan Patter Mogan will be rejoining the squad as well yeah so I've spoken as recently uh, in the last couple couple, I spoke with Patter there this morning and I'm sure he'll be wishing as well and looking forward to getting back involved Paddy Carr Donegal Manager thank you very much yeah, delighted to be joined by Gidor and Donegal's Dara of Will. A one point victory for your side, idea. Sum up that one. Yeah, brilliant way to start the league. Hey, listen, there'll be a bit of pressure on us after the McKenna Cup coming into that game when we're hosting uh, the All Ireland Champions from last year. Like, we knew the battle that was ahead of us and just stuck at it. And no better man than Paddy himself to stick over the last ball. Hey, it's brilliant to see. You mentioned one Paddy. I spoke with Paddy Carr there and I asked him, I'm going to put the same question to you, trailing by six midway through the first half. How concerned were you actually on the pitch at that stage? 
Um, it wasn't a whole lot of concern now from when we broke it down at half time we kind of realised it was ourselves that was giving away the ball to carry it, was, it wasn't them, it wasn't them kind of breaking those down like you know what I mean so it was very easy scores for the likes of them and then we kind of nullified that maybe in the second half not as much but still made the difference in the first 15 minutes of the second half what was said at half time? stop giving the ball away <laughs> simple as that too. it was just handing the ball to them at stages hey, and when it was a dirty day like that we want to keep, keep it out of contact and things like that and moving fast so that, I think that made a bit of a difference now in the second half yeah, the supply was poor in that opening half wasn't it Damon was on commentary he said that many times it was that it was that loop pass inside or whatever it was probably to men that weren't on yeah yeah, that was a time maybe to try to force it a wee bit too much now and the bit of breeze that was on it kept lifting the ball but that's not something to work on we kind of we know our strengths with those Donegal players running the hard ball and so it's not bad to see too that their head is up at times like that can I ask you with so many new league debutants I think maybe we were told five beforehand and then we had Jamie Grant pulled out later on and you know uh, Gavin Mulroney would have been a league debutant but Keelan Keelan McCulgan the wing back kicking three points you, you know about being a newbie yourself back in the day but uh, so 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 impressive and you know young McGrady as well sublime and Mark Curran excellent yeah damn three lads a great game say when you've paced like McCulgan fuck me you can tear any defence open like that hard to keep up on him once he gets going and McGrady put in some shots there some mileage up and Curran did very well in the, in the corner back there it's tough marking carry men and full forward like the, hard to come across better inside men like but Curran did brilliant towards the end yeah Dara, it's only January. We know it's the league. You've been around long enough now at this stage, Clumman County, to know that there's always that caveat. And Donegal was short today, Kerry were short. But at the same time, we have this corridor of uncertainty and rumours and anecdotes over the past couple of months. What does a win like that do? That's it. It leaves a wee bit of pressure now that you set yourself up with two points going to the next game. But look, we're looking at Oma, who are coming out of the defeat. Or looking at Tyrone coming to Oma after them coming out of a heavy enough defeat down at Common, like so we know what they're going to be putting up to us and we'll just have to take it to Tuesday to convoy and see how we're going to go through that yeah Tyrone is a big one now isn't it yeah that's it that's the focus now for the next few days I think Look, there's a bus here waiting for you and I'm holding you up Darrell Whale well done and we'll talk to you in a moment see you later delighted to be joined by Chris McNulty of the Donegal Live Donegal Democrat Chris one point win for Donegal. We've a smile on our face. We we didn't have a smile for a long, long time. But it's a great one. I mean, you know, you're coming here really not knowing what to expect. You look at Kerry coming here as the All Ireland champions, five of the team that started last year's All Ireland final, and Donegal. I mean, the obvious departures, of course, and, and not even the obvious departures, but the players then not available to Paddy Carr today. You didn't really know what to expect, and I, I suppose there was a period there midway through that sort of, you know. The first half, then he got six points, six points down, but hit then seven points either side of half time. I mean, really, really, you know, Donegal to come from six points down with sort of that level of kind of an experience, I suppose, in many parts of the team. But it was a superb one for so many reasons. I mean, you know, new regime and new management, and so much talk over the last few months about that. And like you could see at the final whistle, I don't know, Paddy, from your own perspectives there in the press box if you could see but Paddy Carr was you know the fist pumps you know real not real animated but you could just see that one meant so so much to, to, to Paddy Carr and you could feel the sort of eruption in the in the stand like you know it wasn't obviously championship-esque as such but it was a one that meant a lot to Donegal probably more symbolic than just a mere two points because of this corridor of uncertainty yeah I, th- I think that's fair to say and, and uncertainty in so many ways like you know we've lost a player like Michael Murphy and we've lost a player like Neil McGee and, and you're coming here and again not to sort of repeat the previous answer but yeah you, you didn't know what to expect and I think there was a couple of times then in that last few moments where Kerry have pulled it back to 
been level. Kerry have had a couple of chances. We're maybe living a bit of a charmed life at moments. Then Jimmy Brennan goes and has a goal chance. It's saved. It's, it gets a bit frenetic, and, and Paddy McBurdy pulls one out of the fire. It's a superb point to, 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 to win the game. Kerry came up here with five of the team that started the All-Ireland. I think they started with four that came off the bench, roughly circa. I know we had a couple of late changes in that, but Donegal were very short as well. And look, we, we do have these caveats on top, but we were told there was five new league debutants. I think it ended up with three with Jimmy Grant and Gavin Moraney. Um, how did you think they fared out, Johnny McGrady, Keelan McColgan, and the final one, of course, Mark Hakorn? Uh, your thoughts overall? Well, I think if you look at the performance of, of Keelan McColgan, um, like he's, he scored three points on his on his league debut. I mean, it was a and, and he's right rightly got 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 the man of the match award there at the end. I mean, he goes home with um, his his league debut. Pretty good performance, but like the three points he's added. I mean, you could see the first point he got over in the stand side, and he, he gives the guys marking him a bit of a you know just a bit of an answer. I thought it was a very sort of confident, very kind of pretty composed, given conditions by 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 Donegal today. Probably, uh, you know, not to sort of turn this into negative, but we only made two substitutions, which is probably, you know, you look at the players we're missing still. You know, I mean, Michael Langa was an All Star nominee two years ago, and you know, you're you're looking at the likes of him now to sort of tick the baton and become one of the leaders of the group. You know, you're missing the likes of that. Sean Patton's addition, I think, was a real boost um, for Donegal today. You know, you could see him in the warm up. Um, there was a bit of kind of debate. You know, geez, Sean looks like he's he was taking the most active part of the goalkeepers in the warm up. It was a serious lift, and you could see Larry. I mean, he's, he stepped up his kickouts again. Were you know they're flawless, really, and he stepped up with a forty-five. Those experience, like you know, you talk all right about the newcomers, but those players that have been central, you know, you look look at Patrick stepping up with a big moment to win the game. Sean Patton, look, even the likes of Keelan Ward now, Brendan McCall, who has been in there, Stephen McManaman, you know, players like this probably at a national level, you know, aren't sort of seen as sort of prominent players but these these players have been regular players for Donegal Keelan McColgan Jason McGee Daryl Boyle indeed as well you know those players they're sort of probably you know Paddy they're unheralded in a way but but they are now sort of the backbone of Donegal and it's it's to them and you know a lot of focus probably goes on the young guys coming in but it's probably unfair on them because you know they are only new guys coming in but you know credit to them they've, they've stepped up Mark Kearns got 70 minutes under his belt has done very little you know that, that you could fault him with Keelan McColgan has stepped up with those three points and, and Johnny McGrady posted a very good point as well and again these minutes against the All-Ireland champions like nine players on that pitch today who played in the All-Ireland final you know that, that's got to stand to them and that's what Donegal are trying to do as build I mean Paddy we spoke before Christmas we said this regime needs time the squad needs time that's a pretty good start and we can't have it I know everyone's entitled to their opinion but we can't have people coming in and saying well because last year the narrative was Kerry have the best squad in Ireland along with Dublin categorically that's what everybody said so we can't say well they've five starters from an All-Ireland they've nine in total that, you know between coming off the bench etc and now we can't say well Kerry were missing a couple of players albeit we know Sean O'Shea and David Clifford that important it's still you look at Dara Moynihan you look at guys like that people were saying last year well they should be starting for Kerry a win is a win and we were short key players as well yeah we were in, like it's, it's it's a very popular narrative people kind of throw out okay I don't really care about the league I mean Paul Murphy has, has won the intermediate club title a fortnight ago but yet he mixed the, you know if Kerry were home today and he's played fine but he's made the journey with Kerry I was in there for Jack O'Connor's post-match reaction Jack O'Connor you know he cares that he's lost this game today you, you know 
that narrative, I think, has long gone out the window. You know, okay, like they're they're in a sort of maybe they've been in the luxury over the last few decades where they can give players the league off. But you look at what Donegal were missing. I mean, Ryan McHugh, for instance, on the bench today. I mentioned the likes of Michael Langan, Patter Mogan, not here. Other players that that were sort of thinking, you know, are they going to come in? Are they not going to come in? So this is far from being Donegal's sort of first 15. It's far from being a full-strength Donegal. Yeah, there's there's absolutely no doubt about that. And I know you need to go. And, of course, uh, the word has come out that, look, Paddy Carr, we have to take him on his word. Patter Mogan coming back. I mean, that's a huge boost as well. We still don't know what the status is with the O'Donnells. So... Morgan would be a huge help. You know, he's studying in Liverpool, is it, Chris, for our listeners? Yeah, but I suppose if you think about it, he's studying in Liverpool, but I said this to someone when the kind of, there was a question of Patter during the week, like, getting now from Liverpool back to Donegal is not rather more arduous than the guys who are driving from Dublin or Galway. You know, there's flights in and out. And, like, you know, OK, it, it is, of course, a, a bit more of an ordeal, but it's not in the grand scheme of things prohibitive. And... For Paddy Carr to come there, I mean, he said he spoke to him this morning um, and, and that Patter is going to rejoin the panel. I mean, you look at Patter's contributions over the last couple of years. Patter Mogan was a central player for Donegal. You know, you think about, you know, he scored a goal here, was against Tyrone one day. You know, he's, he's got just that. He he brings something like Keelan McColgan said to us there that Donegal are now, you know, a big thing that the, the new regime has. It's basically transitioning quickly. You know, kicking the ball, kicking the ball. Put Patter Mogan into that. You know, it's a serious weapon. But also, Paddy, come back to me, please, think about experience. Patter Mogan has been in that senior dressing room now for a number of years, coming out of successful underage teams. Patter Mogan can be a serious player for this squad. Yeah. Look, Chris, we've enough bad days, and we've mentioned the five under different caveats that you can put on top of this, but there are enough bad days. It's still a good day. You know what I mean? We have to only take today on its merits. You know, and we play in Kerry. And we won. Do you know what I mean? And in the league where people were saying we might only pick up two or three points. Yeah. Uh, Paddy, that, that reminds me of, like, we did a podcast pre-Christmas and we said about this where people make determinations on... We're grumpy that day. On, on days like this, you know. Where, but I think, yeah, you're right. Today, we've, be, we've beaten Kerry. It's a good day. Sort of tick the box, move on. You know, we've, we've got all our games. I mean, Kerry will go out of the system now by next weekend. But, but today, on its own, today's a really, really... It's a really positive start for Donegal. And I think, you know, Donegal people will be really happy to see Paddy Carr get off because, you know, there was so much sort of talk behind the scenes about the whole process. It's really, really good that, that the setup now has got off to a positive start. And, I mean, we're standing here in Balbafay, foundered Paddy, and we have two league points on the board. It's two points closer to safety in Division 1, which, you know, people say league doesn't matter. It's very, very important to stay in Division 1. It's two points closer to doing that. Chris McNulty, as always, you're absolutely freezing, and... That's good news for Chris McNulty. He gets to go, and bad news for Caro Kane, who is probably going to use the bathroom, and now he's got roped into coming on to the Donegal GAA podcast. Chris, we'll see you in a moment uh, next week. Thanks, Emilio Paddy. So, bad news. I hope you're not Paddy, running to the bathroom. I, I would hold it for you, Paddy. I'd hold it for you. <laughs> but 20, you've only about 25 minutes. Look, you're, you're, we're calling you an outsider, okay? You're an outsider, but... We were messaging this morning, just text messages, and I put my hand up to all the Donegal listeners. I said, Donegal, having a hope today, carry your absolute cert. Uh, so, look, I haven't a clue. Everybody knows I haven't a clue. What did you make of it? This is why I haven't a clue either, then, Paddy. Uh, look, we were just saying that if, if you could have drawn conditions and drawn a game for Kerry not to want for a team that had no real work done, you know, that, that was a nightmare for them, the way the game panned out. They didn't get enough out of the possession that they had in the first 25 minutes 
the goal, to be fair, the goal was out of nothing. He shouldn't have, shouldn't have been, shouldn't have got a goal really. Um, it was a soft, very soft one for for Donegal to give away, but they just didn't, they didn't do enough with the possession and the conditions in their favour that they had in the first 25 minutes. From that point on, you could almost see it coming. Um, the the momentum, the the feeling then in the crowd from within five six minutes into the second half, you, it was going to be a big work for Kerry to get out of it, and then Donegal's sort of traditional strengths again squeezed the life out of the Kerry kickout, just penned them in. Kerry couldn't find a way out; they were getting so frustrated on their own kickouts. Um, Why was that? Well, just Donegal, Donegal are good at it. They have so much practice at it, and they're big, round the middle. Simple as that. Like uh, you know, obviously not Kerry's full, full strength midfield that they would have had. Um, Jack Barry's there, but they they didn't have an awful pile of of options in terms of things they had. And they were looking to go short. They couldn't get the ball because of the conditions. Risky stuff going short in that weather, and ended up Shane Murphy had to go long a lot of the time. Donegal broke on one an awful lot of of that long ball lick, and just the whole. The whole second half felt like Kerry were living off scraps a wee bit and, and penned in. And then, you know, the team again, they didn't have the work done as in the late starting team holiday and stuff. And they looked like a team that you were going to struggle to punch holes in with a running because they couldn't kick it. The, the wind was too strong, the conditions were too bad, they couldn't kick it. And they didn't really have it in the legs to, to run it. So it was perfect, perfect for Donegal in some ways, but you have to credit them for, for hanging in for the first 25 minutes. First Living on scraps. Living on the opposite. They lived on scraps for the first half hour, surely. Um, and to be fair, Conor O'Donnell and um, Keelan McCulligan, you know, really, with the scores that they kicked, kind of kept Donegal alive in the game um, in, in the first half. And then... Were they Donegal's two best players? I think they were. I think uh, I, I'm very impressed with Keelan McCulligan um, in, in some ways. Um, but I thought at, at the same time... Him and, and Jason McGrady, it, it probably showed the the physical differences and the physical level. There's three or four or five teams, they literally just got stripped of possession, carrying the ball into a tackle and literally get the pull, ball pulled out of their hands. Um, just the physicality and the work that the work that Kerry have done over a longer period of time. Um, that's just that's natural. But I thought particularly McCulgan I thought McGrady showed a few nice touches as well lovely lovely bounce dummy for, for his point but he's physically he's got a lot of work to do McCulgan's probably more physically adept more more ready for it but it'll take him a wee while as well but he clearly can he clearly can play he clearly can kick a score um, and he would be he'd be a fella I would, I would expect to be seeing a bit more of over the next 18 months um, I say there's not nobody expecting perfection from him at this stage, but he, but he, he looks like a fella could get there. What do you make of Sean Patton overall? You're a huge fan, aren't you? <laughs> I was talking to him after it there. He, uh, ah, By the way, Cahar for Cahar's a goalkeeper as well, just in case anybody's wondering. I don't know if you'd even call me a goalkeeper, but I stood in there the whole time. But um, Sean, ah, look, he just brings such a different dimension to, to Donegal. Um, teams are scared of him. You know, they're scared of what he can do off a tee. Look at the I think Donegal got a score off it. I think it might have been. Can't remember what score it was towards the end of the game. Jimmy Brennan's maybe. I'm not sure. It was from the right hand side, from in front of your press box there, um, where Donegal's midfield sucked in, and he had, his runners were on the 45, on the far 45, like, and they knew there was a, a cush. 
he could hit them and they were lined up in three runners to the wings he hit Conor O'Donnell he got the line ball off it and but it's just it's the ease with which he does it and, and the Donegal players are such an advantage knowing that he can do it um, that that um, it makes him it makes him so difficult to defend against and then that what happens is teams are scared of him so they don't push up they drop off Donegal as you've seen in big games smart teams often drop off Donegal um, don't say it backfired in Armagh last year to, to point but but often you'll find that that's a, a fairly a fairly standard tactic against them because he can hurt you so much if you don't yeah I just said to Chris finally and I know you're lucky to make the trip back to Derry Kerry everybody said last year Kerry and Dublin just to repeat myself you know that they're the two biggest squads and that so we can't really say coming up here today well look Kerry we know they're missing some huge names but at the same time we can't say well there were short players when last year we were saying you know it's not exactly binary like we can't say last year they're the best squad ever and yeah they're starting off it's only got we're still missing a lot of players themselves today that's a big big win for Paddy Carr isn't it and Donny Gold we, we, we call it almost symbolic it's only January we know that but still we're miserable enough throughout our lives that we're going to enjoy everyone as it comes it feels it feels like a, you know it was a far bigger game for Donegal than it was for Kerry obviously like for for being Paddy Carr's first match and and obviously Kerry I say coming off maybe not having a pile of work done but it is it's huge it's a huge two points for them there's no doubt about it because you know you get the feeling that They'll probably finish. Donegal will be doing well to get out of the bottom four in the in the league. The way the way that it's set up and the way that's going to go. So the points are going to be hard come by. Um, Ross Common have beaten through own there, Nick. And you're looking at Armagh. Monaghan was was fairly close last night. You're looking at the teams around you. You know somebody's going to fall out of this division. And for Donegal, aside from the the mental of beating Kerry, it's two points. And if they can get to enough to stay in Division One. That will be a decent spring, given how long the appointment process took and how late they were in starting all of that. That they would be more than happy with a spring where they stay in Division One. I can imagine. So from that point of view, it's huge. I don't know. I would read all that much into the psychological end of it because say it, it is a you know a scary team without any of their starting front six without one of the midfielders two of their halfbacks and they're going okay 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 uh, you know that, that's what it is it is it is that Kerry team so um, I don't know that I would overreach either for for Donegal and, and suddenly feel that we've beaten the All-Ireland champions we're, we're on our way I think there's a there's signs that there's a lot of work as you say a lot of players to come back in too and big players missing for Donegal you take one ban and those boys out of that team and Ryan McHugh standing watching you know big players for them too so there's a lot to come back there but I just think that um for now, it sounds like I'm a player, bloody, and, and rolling out cliches, like, but it's two po- it is two points. It is literally two points that if they can get the six and keep themselves in Division 1, that will be plenty for the first couple of months, given the start they've had. It's great to get the objective view, but you see, we've had such a miserable couple of months, so for us, it's like, don't he go for Sam again? I'm only joking. Of course, we all know Derry's going to win Sam Maguire. Stroll, Division 2. Car. Once again, we'll maybe hopefully get you on the show, maybe a preview episode in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you so much for joining us here in the Donegal GAA podcast. Finally, you get to go to the bathroom. Thank you. Anytime, Paddy. I'm away. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, that's it for the Sunday edition of the Donegal GAA podcast. So Donegal start off with a really good victory over the current All-Ireland champions, Kerry. Of course, Donegal will take on Tyrone next Sunday at 2 o'clock in Healy Park in Oma. 
We will have live commentary from that one as well as a preview uh, midweek with Connor Breslin. So bye for now, stay safe, and we'll talk to you midweek. FM. Donegal Plumbing and Heating, Old Lahey Road, Donegal Town. Suppliers of underfloor heating packages, aluminium radiators, Samson and Daikin air-to-water heat pumps, and all your renewable needs. And sponsors of the Donegal GAA podcast.